The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with Five Wives. Movies Baby! Are you ready for a little hot gossip? When the moon is in the seventh house. Yes, yes I am. As a matter of fact, yes. Well, this week we're talking about musical theater in the park, queer icons getting their flowers. And young champions snatching trophies. And we're joined by the super fun Alec Mappa for a sisterly tip spot all about her upcoming UK comedy shows. And these DMs can't be tamed. There are just too many to read them all. Y'all ready for this? Strap in and let's get into some hot M. Oh. M. Mom. Gil, Jill, oh, you have Phil. We want to welcome you back for yet another steaming, steaming. piping, scalding, scalding serving of hot gas. This is our weekly chat show gossip. where we talk about events in our lives, Gosh. gossip and politics, Deeks. and take a deep dive into the DMs. So let's get into some hot gas. Mmm, it's a season of theatrics. I'm treading the boards currently in New York. I'm a New York girl. Are you Brooklyn. changing your drag name to Theatrix? <laughs> Theatrix? No, I'm There not. is a drag name named the- Theatrix. Hello, shout out to Theatrix. Hey, Thea, how you doing? You know who I randomly ran into in New York at Pieces last night? Boudoir had a show, and um, I was sitting with Kimmy Moore and the Nick Gaga. Mm. And... All the girls were there. And then... The girls. I, I saw another girl and I was like, wait, you don't... The, you know when you see a face in a different city and you're like, huh, what are you doing? Yeah. You're it caught in like this... your brain. The space-time drag continuum. And sure. it was Lexi Luzon, the offspring of our, of our sister, Manila. She's oh a New York gosh. girl now too. And she was doing her famous reveal where she does her flip and her dip and then new hair. Yes. She's so talented. <laughs> and I was like, what are you? Did your mother know you're out here? Does your mother pieces? know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is she actually a New York girl now or was she just doing a gig out there? No, New York girl now. Was he? You lose that. You, you, you use that term really loosely. Um, People have said the same thing about me. <laughs> Let loose. 
Let loose, ABC. Let loose on. And the Leducums. Um, the girl, there was a girl. Leduca in... Luzon. Leduca Luzon. Leduca Luzon Royale. Leduca Luzonja Royale. Luzonja Lasagna Marijuana. Um Bostranja. There was um a girl in Leducas. Fully like, are Leducas okay to wear? If we're like club gigs, <laughs> yeah. Well, are they? It depends on what you're doing, and it depends on who you are. If you have swag and you can pull it off, then yeah. Swag. I don't think any girl has ever pulled off Laduca's with swag. Oh, I've seen it. I've oh. seen it. It is possible, and oh. there are good dance shoes. So if you are doing classic musical theater. If you are doing a sort of classical dance, I think a Leduca is appropriate because it's, you know, it's a tool of the trade. Okay, who's the mix? Um, it's not Champagne Brown. It's somebody brown. Um, are you tickling me, her? <laughs> she was doing Sweet some of that Sweet Pussy mix. Pauline. Sweet Pussy Pauline. So it was not necessary for her to be in a Leduca. I don't think... Need a Leduca for Sweet Pussy Pauline. I mean, I would want to win. But but everyone's taste is different. You know, you can't, like mm-hmm. Delta says, Some you have can't none. expect you from other people. Very much so. Ooh, the, the, new, the new Delta with uh, Six. We're Six. <laughs> six looks great. She's got big blonde hair on and a little Cher t-shirt. Yeah. I love it. Bard blessings. So you saw hair in Altadena recently, and so did I. So did diff- you. Different uh, night. Yeah. Part of part of the the Rainbow Tribe. It was amazing seeing it outside and seeing like all of nature and the moon and like when they said and the moon is in the seventh hour. I was like, that's crazy because it's like seven thirty and I see the moon. You're right, girl. They timed it. Mm-hmm. Yes, we saw it out in Altadena at um. If you go to altadenamusicaltheater.com. You can get tickets. And I'm glad we're shouting this out because the production's really great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, yeah, they're running for one more weekend. Wonderful talents. Mike Neely shown for me, shined out. Jalen oh, Friday sure. was hitting stratospheric notes. Uh, Michael yeah. Mullen gave us a good little drag turn. Uh, Avery Bass from Precinct, we all know him. Yes. Uh, it was full of talent. Wonderful people. Go see it. It's got one more weekend. Altadena, Altadena Amphitheater, or wait, Farnsdale. Something you'll find it. Google it. Yeah, AltadenaMusicalTheater the dot com. <laughs> so go check it out. You know, hair. Yeah, it's hair. a girl. The music is so fucking good. It really is. The show is so good, and um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Now, so we were, go and check that out. We were also lucky enough to witness um. The tail end of John Waters getting his Hollywood Walk of Fame star this past Monday. Yeah, we were like driving in Hollywood. And we were like, what the fuck is going on over here? People kept yelling, crowds, Ricky! Ricky! Crowds and throngs of people. Yes, some people yelling, Ricky. I thought I they was were like, yelling, Ricky. Tavi! Ticky Tavi. I thought Britney was at Bordner's for a second because I thought people were saying, Britney, Britney, but they were saying, Ricky, Ricky. Brittany had her Bordner's residency, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's great because RuPaul's literally across the street. Now John mm-hmm. is 
on Cherokee in Hollywood. It's right by the wig store. It's right by Marco's and me and uh, Plaid, which is a gay-owned hair salon. So it's like a real good gayborhood now, I feel like. like. Totally. I love it. Do you watch tennis? Uh, No, I don't watch tennis, but I would die for your right to watch tennis. Oh, I like tennis bracelets. Uh, a I young like lady skirts. Oh, just a little. <laughs> Are you wearing bloomers? <laughs> what the fuck is a bloomer? <laughs> okay, uh, bloomer. Well, we got an early bloomer. Coco Goff just won at 19 years old the U.S. Open. She got three million dollars, and she lives at home. Her parents better start charging her rent. <laughs> that is the prize money. Three million. Hitting balls. Okay, drag race, you need to step it up. <laughs> Honestly. She's gonna be a judge next season. We know it. There's gonna be a tennis challenge. RuPaul's gonna be like, oh, we're getting Coco. How is the prize three million? This is unheard of. Because a lot of um I mean, I people watch tennis, not. I guess. I guess it's not because in sports, like the players get paid a lot and like everyone kind of gets paid different, but they don't necessarily win a, a cash prize at the end. Uh, they just get paid per game. So I wonder if tennis players get paid per game. I don't know. You do get bonuses at the end of the NFL or MLB if you win an NHL. But, um, NHL. Mm-hmm. No hands lowered. <laughs> uh, but she uses was... that uses that as an acronym for need his load. NHL need his load. He'll send you a picture and then just write NHL. Very that. Oh, God. She's a pig. I love her. So, Coco got... Do, now, did you watch any of the U.S. Open? Absolutely not. I was oh. busy. I was in Titanic and being a freak in She's L.A. She's busy, honey. For a weekend. She flew I'm in. busy. I'm busy. I did the Salt Lake City gig at Metro with uh, JRC Events. We had a lot of fun. And then I flew home to L.A., did some shoots, did some things. And then got on a red eye, came back to New York, and then was in Titanic that night. And we all lived. The boat the boat uh, didn't hit the iceberg. We went to Bermuda. Oh. Well, that's Lovely. good. Yeah. That's that's retcon. <laughs> Rewriting the history for a better story. Like Hamilton. Have you ever gone to a tennis game? No, bitch. I did one tennis lesson because this hot guy named Derek in junior high was... Derek! <laughs> Different Derek, but um, uh, uh, this guy was named... I, what was his last name? Oh, Derek Dittmeyer. <laughs> Didi. And he and his friends played tennis. So I was like, let me go see this tennis thing. And I show up with a little ping pong paddle, badminton <laughs> thing. And they're like, that's not a tennis racket. And I was like, oh. <laughs> not a badminton. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the same thing. Oh my know. god. So promptly laughed out. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck this. I'm going to the skate park and look at the skaters. Uh so no, I've never played tennis. I've never had the honor. What about you? Uh my grandmother, before she passed away, was a very avid tennis aficionadress. Mm. She was always very active and like was was really she was playing tennis right up to the end of her life. And, um, yeah, I mean, that, but that's as far as I know with it. Like, I know, I know the attire and I know the clothing and I know the episode of the Golden Girls where Trudy McMahon dies on the court. Mm-hmm. 
And that's pretty much all I know about it. But I was talking to Kyle recently and Kyle was like, Kyle was like, it's actually very entrancing to be at a tennis game because, you know, like at a, at a football game or at like a baseball game, again, I only know this from like sex in the city. People are drinking beer and kind of carousing, kind of talking, kind of like, well, you know, going about their thing. Mm -hmm. But at a tennis game, everyone is very focused. The whole audience is almost in a hush and their heads are going back and forth watching it go back and forth. And it's sort of, it's like, the culture of it is to like be kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Tell me, th- listen, write in and tell me if this is how every game is or if this is just the US Open or what. But I find that very like meditative. And then when like a, a point is scored, then everyone cheers. Mm. So it's very like focused from what mm. I've heard. It sounds cool. I want to check it out. But congratulations to Coco. My grandmother used to take me to baseball games and we'd sit right on the first base line and she'd yell at like any baseball player who was um who had like criminal conviction she's like yeah go beat your wife more like, so this is where you get it from it's trickled down genetically fully that is the most you energy yeah honestly it <laughs> is heard of. <laughs> <laughs> where i learned it um oh my God. speaking of you i behavior, learned from the best i learned from you <laughs> Uh, now I could I could take some notes and singing from the mighty legendary track that is featured on our Rainbow Spotlight this week. Yeah, slip down this Rainbow Spotlight into a Honey Davenport track featuring my good Judy Alaska Thunderfuck. There's mm-hmm. a new music video also dropped right now, and yes. uh, the song is called Mighty Legendary. So type that into your socials and YouTube's and check it out. Give it a thumbs up and support the dolls. Just a little bit of honey. Take Come a listen. I love. <laughs> Come get your honey. This is Mighty Legendary by Honey Davenport. Let's take a listen. Hello, my name's Alaska. What's yours? I don't even know anymore, but everybody else does. <laughs> they say I'm very, I'm very legendary. I'm realer than the rest, and all these girls would never test me. I'm very, very, I'm mighty legendary. You try, but you can't best me. Crown on my head is heavy. Legends only, Alaska and honey Raking in the money, taking all your paper Glamour, you can't take it, girl they say you ate it Every time my face is on stages, in pages Swing your hair to the beat, hair to the beat If you're feeling cunt, move that ass in your seat Ass in your seat, this is a legend's anthem I'm very, I'm very legendary
This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's helixsleep.com slash drag and use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. Now we are back and I'm still reeling off of your new track, Mighty Legendary with Honey Davenport. Uh, yeah. In a past episode, you had some stories to share about making a music video with Honey. Uh, your hair was very unique. The outfits, coordinated and cunt. Unique. Uh, I see that Mr. <laughs> is in the background. Did they sponsor the video? Oh, yeah, girl. I love that. Mr. is M-I-S-T-R, and they are the easiest way to protect yourself against... Uh, STDs. They do. They offer free STD screening, and they offer free prep to anybody that wants to get it. So, if you're in an area that's kind of like a, a medical drought where you have to travel to go to a doctor or whatever, look up Mister and uh, protect yourself. Yeah, they were great. the The Mister um, models were there. Mister uh, models, who are all 
very gorgeous. Not to be confused with the blister models. And <laughs> and Honey originally sent me this song, and I was like, let me take a listen to this. And the song is, like, so good. So I was mm-hmm. like, sure. I, if, if you write me a verse, I'll do it. And so she did, and we recorded it, and it was really great. And then we did the music video down in Palm Springs. Mm. Um, the you in know the summer outside. Well, uh, the first scene is in an, in the club, Ooh. and so it was inside. In the and then the second scene was at the Trixie Motel, but we arrived at the Trixie Motel, <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, we're all booked up, but." We have the atrium available now. Or wait, no, the sunroom available, which is technically a room, but it's not um, air conditioned. And this was Palm Springs and it was, I, I think it was in July. Um, and the, then there was the back like terrace as well, which outside. was fully outdoors. So I just set up on my little table outside on the terrace 110 degrees. I was like, ooh, it feels so good. I'm up at the club. Ooh. So we um we got ready and we we filmed our scenes. And then as I was like, then I was wrapped, my scenes were done. And then then as Honey was finishing her scenes, it the, apparently the last scene in the video is like a sex orgy. <laughs> So Honey's on the couch with, like, the Mr. Models, and they're all, like, just, like, they were, like, literally naked mm-hmm. and, like, ooh, like, writhing. And I was like, oh, I didn't know it was this kind of shoe. Oh, my God, what did I sign up for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so then you added yourself to that uh, shot list? No. No? <laughs> no. But the uh, the song's really good. The music's really good. And, I know, think them asking you to film in a sun porch, unair-conditioned, <laughs> would qualify that room as a hatrium, not an atrium, because I would yeah. hate that. And any hatrium. other drag queen in their right mind would also hate that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad you did not melt. You look beautiful in the video. The key art is sickening. Um, and oh, yeah. I'll be sure to check that out on Instagram, because I don't go to Twitter no more. Because Twitter is now charging a monthly fee very soon. It's called X. Please. <laughs> yeah, please. Good luck with that. I, when you say Twitter, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even know what that... Oh, you mean X. This is like oh, when a girl yeah, changes yeah, yeah. her drag name. Like, um... <laughs> girl, like, Megan Page Brooks will always be Megan Page Brooks to me. I don't care that your name is John, Megan. You know? Oh, you're using the... <laughs> Yeah, she is still Twitter. <laughs> she didn't change her drag name. She just stopped doing drag. You and... can't stop. No, no, no. She wants to become a man. Yes. Oh, uh, she'll be a boy for you. She won't work her looks no more. Oh, you want to be a man again, don't you? <laughs> Going through a psychological change in your life. Oh, you want to talk about reading? Oh, wow. So are you on Twitter still? Or X? Uh, um... Well, I think. I'm just on yes. it for porn. I don't, like, use it anymore, really. Yeah. Uh, but why are yeah, free things starting we... to cost money? Well, because I, I, don't, I don't understand, but billionaires just can't, like, they're like, oh, I like, have so much money, but I just, 
I just need some more though. Like but, I, yeah, I could solve world hunger, but instead I'm going to charge people for Twitter. Yeah. That when I woke up this morning, that's what I wanted to do. It's, it's, it's a sickness. Yeah. I don't it's get it. It's mad. They're not offering anything new either. Like on mom plus gold, you get a visual and you get new shows and bonus programming and exclusive content and access to our tickets, like for our show at the Queens Theater on October twenty third. But it's Queens Theater, not the Queens Theater. I'm so sorry. I'll release an apology please. video. Yes, please do. Hey but, guys, wanted to jump on here and address this. All the stuff that we offered with the regular mom, the audio podcast, they're still there and they're still free. Twitter is now charging for the same free stuff that they always had like verification you have to pay for now, which verification is used. So people don't get harassment and impersonation. And like, it's like for the streamlining of the service. So we don't bother people with reporting and all this stuff. You know, I thought, but yeah, now they're making it more difficult and I can find porn in other spots. Well, and my favorite poster isn't even posting on Twitter anymore since like, Late 2022. His name was Chuck Gets Fucked. Oh. Um, baking account. It's a what? Uh, <laughs> cake, cake account? Mm-hmm, yeah, they were cakes. Mm-hmm. I don't think Twitter is being... Mon- or like... Uh, I don't think you have to pay for Twitter just yet, but Elon Musk has suggested that it, it be a monthly fee to use. In which case, I think a lot of people will just promptly stop using it. Which maybe there's some motive behind this. Like maybe he's running it into the ground intentionally for some reason. Because Twitter used to be a sort of real-time way of people like keeping uh, keeping in touch about, you know, mm-hmm. if there was like politics like or, or a march happening or, or like, you know. Right. So it was a way of people staying in contact really quickly and like up to up to date. So maybe he's running it into the ground in time for the election so that we're not as connected and can't communicate to one another. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Do, you, do you think um, that's where Drag Race Down Under got the idea to run theirs into the ground too? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> wow. Anyway, this is a segment that we like to call... Let's, Let's get, get political, political, political. I want to get worry. political. Let me Let see your This comes okay. from NPR. A federal jury has awarded $100,000 to a same-sex couple who sued a former county clerk. $100,000. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, they sued a former county clerk in Kentucky who refused to issue them a marriage license, claiming that doing so would violate her religious beliefs. Kim Davis, the former clerk in Rowan County, Kentucky, was sued by two same-sex couples to whom she refused to grant marriage licenses. The district court found Davis personally liable in both cases, but only awarded damages in one. In the case Emerald versus Davis, the jury awarded $50,000 to each of the plaintiffs, David Emerald and David Moore. According to the attorneys for Davis, no damages were awarded in the Yates were awarded in the Yates versus Davis case. Um, oh, you give one hundred thousand dollars to the one couple and not not a dollar to the other couple. I don't know, but I do know Kim Davis is a a fugly little woman. 
Jada bitch. relied on a fairy tale book called the Bible to um, support her bigotry and her discrimination against gay people. And I'm glad that the gay people were legally rewarded, you know, and ruled in their favor. Yes. The only good thing to come out of this is my friend Emerson was little Kim Davis for Halloween. And he was wearing that lavender one titty outfit and looking like a sister wife as Kim Davis. It was hilarious. Emerson Collins is very funny. Check her out. Um, and I feel like good prevailed in this case. And that's nice to see sometimes. Yeah. Because Let's Get Political is not usually an uplifting segment. And now no. it is. Yeah, for today. But let's get Yates versus news. Davis their coins. Get some coins out here. A hundred thousand dollars. A couple fifty thousand dollars. His and his sweets. I would love that. Get it together, honey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm surprised that that's kind of all. I mean, I, I think the number could be higher. It's three million dollars for the U.S. Open. So let's, you know, <laughs> this is the sancti- sanctity of marriage we're talking about. An institution. Hmm. Um, I just hope that Kim Davis has reflected upon this and after seeing her picture everywhere, realized that she may need bangs. Long bangs. Okay. okay. Look at all that forehead. You could, you could project Drag Race live on that. I know. Damn. And a vest. Ugh. Is that a vest? Yes, it's it was a like vest. a backpack. No, it's a vest. Should be wearing a face pack. I don't Uh, get it. Well, why don't we go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. All right, let's bring her out. Let's bring her out. She oh is. Oh my God. I, I just hate it when the drag queens use their boy names as their drag name. Oh my God. I looked, I looked at the itinerary because I don't, you know, I don't watch the show. I, I, I've never seen the show myself. But I, I saw the itinerary. I saw Alec Mappa as the name. I said, Oh my God. One of these female, real, oh, female impersonator using his real name, his legal name. Is there, Ugh. is there kind of, is there a Ugh. stigma against that? Like when you see a queen who's using like a, a name such as Willem <laughs> as their drag name, is it like, Oh, well, I just hate it. I just hate it. Why, why not something more beautiful like Victoria? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, if you did Alec Vanessa. backwards, it would be Sela as in Sela Ward. <laughs> That's right. That's or right. Seal her up. Seal up. Seal Ward was... <laughs> Tell us about Seal. Wait, tell Cilla us about Seal Ward. She was on one of the first red carpets I ever did. And I, somebody, <laughs> one of the photographers shouted something that I've been saying ever since. She said, um, over here, Miss Ward, Miss Ward, alive in the eyes, Sela. Alive in the eyes, Miss Ward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Not telling her she was Charlie Hydeson, dead behind the eyes. Yeah, dead in the eyes. You both look <laughs> oh, wonderful. I fucking hate that. It's so good to see you. We want to welcome back to the podcast Hello. our hilarious squirrel friend, the one and only Alec Mappa. Alec Mappa. And I've been listening to the podcast quite religiously. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Don't get up. It's all for you, Damien. Um, recently, <laughs> Miss, you guys Miss have been Ward. talking 
alive in the alive in the eyes, Miss Ward. Sila, Miss Ward, alive in the eyes. Not alive um, in the eyes. Swoozy would never. Swoozy would never, Miss Ward. If somebody yelled that at me, I'd be pissed. It, was, it applies to anybody. Bernadette Peters, alive in the eyes, Miss Peters. Um, you guys have been talking a lot about um, and don't fuck it up. And because uh, I, I played both of your oh. roles in that book, in the oral history. And I have to say, Willem, you come across really well in the book. I do. They gave me like 10 pages, but they're yeah. lying about me so a lot. It, so it's fiction? Oh. oh I'm just kidding. Well, I, well, I, just, I was talking about the part you, where you don't come across. She <laughs> got you. Where's, where's the shade rattle? Tuk, 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 tuk. So wait. Uh, uh, so what exactly are the lies? You did Willow. the oral history? The lies are Chris McKim, the producer yeah. of Drag Race, says, um, I don't even remember the reasons that he got kicked off. And then they proceed to list all of the reasons, which were four very specific reasons. Oh. So they're like, they're basically lying. And then oh. they said, oh, and the husband thing was a surprise when in fact there was a production meeting with Tom Campbell, Chris McKim, and two other people in the room where they came up with the husband as the reason that I was disqualified him visiting, which w wasn't true. They knew. They just didn't want production to look bad by the real reasons. Like they had our money. They weren't getting us our stuff. They were mistreating us. They were racist on set with Latrice and LaShawn and allowed people to use the N-word. Oh. Um, it was it was a lot of those Well, they kind didn't of say things. any of that. Yeah. None of that no. was in the book. But Which makes having sense. said that, you came across like a really good person. Like, because you didn't snitch on everybody. Yeah. I mean, snitches get stitches. That's what I always learned growing up. And you don't rat out right. other people. I'm all about ruining my own career, but not others. And I've always said that. <laughs> what? So wait, you said you played us in the book. What does that mean? Did, was there an audiobook version? Um, there was an audiobook of and don't fuck it up. And I'm doing the audiobook for I did the audiobook for Audible. So whenever I did Alaska, I would try to like kind of sit back oh, here. In the I love fry. That. What'd you do for me? Pour some cum um, in your mouth the, and gargle? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A little a whole bunch of jizzerine in the back of my throat to gargle. <laughs> jizzerine. Um uh, the one Building that was hardest to read. <laughs> the one that was hardest to read was Adore. Because she it she speaks in one continuous word salad. So everything was like so and she's all like and I was like and it was it was yeah. hard to read that out loud. I to make sense of it. Yeah, yeah. Well if people want to So what are you, you two up to? We're just doing the gigs and trying to make the yeah. world a gayer place day by pod. Right. And As you're are you doing you're doing Titanic. Mm-hmm. Titanic and eight times a week. That's the it's, one show I wanted to see. Come, see it's it. it's going to play forever. They've yeah, extended good. five times. It's almost on its 500th show. Next time you oh come to New York, gosh. I'll be there. I got a friends and family right. code. Let let me know. Okay. All right. Well, you know, all of us are hitting the road because of the um, Screen Actors Guild strike. Yep. Sure. Um, I've been striking going? at Disney because it's right near my house. And if you walk around the entire studio, it's a mile. So if you do oh. it four times, you, it's... It's your cardio for the day, and sure. uh, you can earn the right to have a slice of pizza where they have free for you at the end of the walk. So oh, sometimes ooh. I have a slice of pizza. I don't. But I saw John Hamm uh, the very first time I walked, and I had to take a look at the package, and it it, it was impressive. It was nice. Good. 
I love that. It it matched the paparazzi pictures. Uh, Alaska, you're making a voice. You're making a face like you're. It's not your thing. Like John Hamm doesn't do it for you. Giant throbbing cocks are just not my thing. It's just no, not my I, thing. I've never cared for them particularly. I just, I didn't. Well, I didn't. I guess. So he has a notoriously, uh-huh. uh huh, monstrous yes. member. Uh-huh. Yes, it was featured a lot in um like paparazzi shots on like gray sweatpants day. He does it, not like, like underwear. No, maybe he no. like. Maybe he's like embarrassed by that. And so he's like, everyone's going to be looking at my dick. So maybe he like wears a dance belt out in public now. So maybe that's why. Well, he wasn't around Disney because it Uh. looked like a baby's arm holding a small pumpkin. Oh, my God. Happy Halloween, everybody. (laughs) It is pumpkin spice season. Yeah. I would like uh, to go striking with Michael Clark Duncan because I would love to walk a green mile. Ooh. Is he still alive? I thought he died. Dig her up. Okay. <laughs> I would like to march and strike and show my solidarity with the exhumed body of Michael Clark Duncan. Um, Speaking so we're of all- cocks. Yes. You famously host ones. the Gay VN Awards yes. each year, right? Yes. Yes. What is it like uh, doing doing comedy in a room full of porn stars? Well, they're all, it's like doing a gay cruise because they're all drunk. <laughs> And they're they're sure. all on something, and oh. it it's kind of like NASCAR. You're kind of waiting for the inevitable kind of uh, crack up, uh, <laughs> because one of them will invariably stumble onto the stage and just like cry through the entire speech. Thank it's like God. their moment. <laughs> yeah, like Halle Berry style, like but drunkenly crying sure. through the speech. How much this means to me. It's their mm-hmm. special night, and um. <laughs> The only weird part about hosting it is that there is an in memoriam every year. Oh, wow. Uh, and and they always do it like right at the beginning of the show. And then they trot me out afterwards like, hey, everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're dead, but we're alive. Welcome to the Gavian Awards of 2023. Yeah. Right. But it's a good gig. You, you should all, you should do it sometime. I would love to go watch you do it, actually. And uh... it's a, a it's a um, it's a free trip to Vegas. Oh, it's in Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Wait, I have done. They're this all before shorter in person. Valanche. They're all uh, shorter in person. <laughs> I have done this. Never mind. Uh, Which one did you do? It was with Bruce Valanche. I think it was the Gay VNs. No, it okay. was the it was that the Hustler Ball. That could have been March of Dimes. It was that the, <laughs> the Hustler Ball. Yeah, it was the 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 Hookers Ball, like where they were all awarded stuff for Rent Men, and then shockingly. The federal government shut down rent men because they were registered in the U.S. instead of the Virgin Islands. Um, yeah, Rude. your taxes. What? Yeah, remember how rent men got shut down? I always wondered about that. Yep, that's but why. Wasn't no, it I never rent, knew wasn't about it that. Rent boy. Oh yeah, rent boy. Sorry, rent boy got shut down, but I, I think rent men is still out there, isn't it? Rent men is still around. Rent um, men. I've, yes. So I've heard. You you said that with a lot of certainty. <laughs> yes, yes. So I've heard. <laughs> Their website is up and running as of uh, this, this afternoon. Let me give you no, the proxy server. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand that you both have a great deal of friends in London. We do. And we would sure. love to tell them all to go to your shows. You do? Yes. I have very okay. many friends. Really? Like, yeah. who's the hottest? Uh, Marcus <laughs> oh. Collins, probably. He's very hot. Um, yeah. Another, another little last. One of my drag daughters lives there. Her name's Jade Thurwall. 
Um, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Holly Stars, Vinegar Strokes. Yes. So many, many, oh, many friends. Oh, yeah, I remember Cheryl Vinegar Hall. Strokes from the first season. Cheryl mm-hmm. Hole, they're all there. Well, I'm going to be oh, yeah. making my London debut at in Soho at the Crazy Cocks, oh. which is uh, spelled with C-O-Q-S. Which Three is cock minimum? Very lovely. Yes, two cock minimum. Um, in Soho, October 9th at 9.15 p.m. And I was a little nervous thinking, I, I hope they get me. But every single British comic I've ever loved has been absolutely filthy. Yeah, yeah so I, think I think they really go it. for that. <laughs> yeah i think they're gonna love Why, because you they, are, are they trying to be proper like and they just need us to be as nasty as possible no they they oh, okay, love good. to say fuck in in normal conversation I and know, i love they that do. they, do. A, they say that up. a lot there's a british sitcom called benadorm which is like all these british people going yes. on vacation and the guy is like um, I had to I had to tackle a shit with a pointed stick to get it down by Wednesday, and then he's like, and "Watch out, watch out for breakfast because the German women come down." And boy, I have no problems with their size, but when they smell like sausage so much, and they're oh all swingers, God. and like England is crazy, yeah. and they have a broad sense of humor for what can fly, you know. Oh, good. I love I I love trashy European people better than trashy American people. Sure. Somehow it just seems yeah. it just seems chicer somehow to see like drunken Spaniards and Italians falling all over themselves in the subway as opposed to like people at Walmart, you know, just kind of <laughs> yes. messed up. I kind of like I kind of enjoy it. It's kind of like a, a nature program. So true. Yes. yes, very much so. Speaking of nature, will you be um will you be taking part in any natural excursions in England? Stonehenge or Oh, Stonehenge, uh, should I go and look at the rocks? I was invited. But I felt Lady like Lady Bunny's signature is on it. <laughs> well, she was one of the first queens to throw a rock at Stonehenge. So not many people know that. <laughs> Nobody when does. Was, when was the first time that both of you performed in London? Do you remember? Yeah, 2012, oh. because another girl couldn't get a um a work visa because of her criminal past. <laughs> So I was. Oh wait, was... you have to name names. You have to. Okay. Or well, well, she's already incriminated. Yeah. So... It, wasn't, it was. Okay. Started All right. With... Tell me after after it went on. So where did you perform? I performed at um a place that's no longer called the, what was it? The Black Friars Pub or the Black Man something, um Black Cap, the Black okay. Cap, and mm. it was the a historic venue which they've since closed and ruined, but. Now I perform oh. mostly at GAY um, yeah. or the West End, yeah. frequently mm-hmm. on the West End. She could be found oh. treading the boards. Nice. The Clapham Grand is a great venue. Um, I like Sweet. West Five. That's in. That's a place with a hole in the stage that Jinx likes to fall down in. Okay. Um, where are you we performing? At, I, I, at the I'm at the Crazy Cocks in, in Soho. It's a cabaret room. I always <laughs> wonder about you girls when you're invited someplace. What what is required of you? Like if you like Alaska, for example. Like if you're invited to do a gig at Club G A Y, do you just come out and do a couple numbers at midnight and check? Well, at GAY, it's not at midnight. It's at like two in the morning and three in the morning. You do like <laughs> mm-hmm. shows. So. Nice. Oh, and at GAY, they sometimes have you judge the um, naked contest. Yeah, or like porn the, idol. That's the stri- good. The that stripper contest. Good. Where amateur 
amateur, you know, everyday people come up and take off all their clothes and dance around. And what night would that take place? I'm asking for our friend. (laughs) Thursdays, darling. (laughs) Thursday. Uh, Yep. Thursday. Okay, I will show up on Thursday. I like that place. Me too. I can put you in touch with the cultural attache in case you need some guidance. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be great. I'd be happy to as as a fellow diplomat. All right, Texas. Yes, yes. As as a, as a fellow represent representative of these United States, mm-hmm. and then you could also text me the name of the person with a criminal record. <laughs> Girl, yes. <laughs> oh, you didn't get that. In- what? It could have been. It could have been RuPaul. I don't know. <laughs> no, RuPaul doesn't have a criminal past. <laughs> what did do? DUIs. What did Willem do? What did do? <laughs> D-U-I, she ain't got no alibi. She oh, drunken. D-U-I. Yeah, yeah, D-U-I. she drunken. I once replaced somebody as, as a judge because they, yeah. Well, you need to text me that. <laughs> Please do. Where can people find tickets to your um show at the crazy cock, cocks? The cock, cock. Well, you can look at crazy cocks on Instagram, and there's all the information there. Oh, but I if do you look have at crazy computer, cocks. Then. Computer <laughs> machine handy. You can go to Brasserie Zedel Z E D E L dot com slash calendar. Zedel Zadim has a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Adele I did a show with Zadel the once. wickedly talented Adele Zadim. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Alec. I you're love you. a uh, national treasure. It's yes, true. I should you're be a joy and treat as possible. Thank you so much. I love you guys. And I hope I'll see Nicholas you in Cage finds you on soon. The road. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, Alec. Bye. God, she's a little whirlwind of comedy and so just like one liners and like. She's gone, but I'm still laughing at stuff she said when she started. Like, she's a legend. Connie and Carla, Ugly Betty. Um, so many programs she's been on, and she's just one of those people that have been doing it for so long and is so funny and ageless, timeless, and just a wonderful person to be in any room with because they get along with everybody. They've never had a bad thing to say about anyone. Um, and she's like very much like an Olympia Dukakis from Steel Magnolias. Sure. Just like a, a just a good time. So please, if you're in England, go see their show. You will be doubling over with laughter. I guarantee it. Absolutely. So we're gonna take a little break. What if we go break, break? <laughs> oh, instead of break, break. <laughs> break. Oh yes, I like that. <laughs> This is the moment. See, I knew, bitch. I knew. Okay. This is, this the, is moment. the moment. This is the moment. This is the moment where we go spill lunking, unking, unking. My uncle clicked deep inside. <laughs> Uncle's plugged <laughs> Deep Say inside uncle. the DMs. <laughs> deep inside the DMs. Girl. This first message is entitled, Scott Bakula is not a Republican. Who said it was? Sadie Pines giving misinformation on the pod last week. And I knew this wasn't true because my aunt, Mary Lou Belli, esteemed director, Emmy winner, she works with Scott a lot and she's been friends with him years. And my auntie is not friends with Republicans. Let me just say that. So I knew it wasn't true. And I knew that there was like somebody who was a famous Republican in my head. It wasn't 
Tom Selleck, it was Gary Sinise. Because when I was on CSI New York, instead of like cast gifts for the holidays for everybody, he made a generous donation to like the Republican National Party or the NRA or something very Republican. And everybody on set was like, you couldn't get us like a sweatshirt? <laughs> Wait, who did? Um, Gary Sinise. Oh, See, okay. Well, we apologize for um, mm-hmm. proliferating. Uh, we? Well, our podcast. I told her. Is. I was like, I don't think so. She was like, no, he is. Scott Bakula, in fact, has given many donations to Democratic candidates all over the United States. Yes, yeah, Scott. Example, John Ossoff, U.S. Senator from Georgia. I think Sadie Pines was thinking of Tom Selleck, who is a Republican. Thanks. Thank you for letting us know. Thank you for fact-checking us, because we can't fact-check ourselves. No, we can't. Uh, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Occur. Do you want to read the next message yes. from Genesis? Genesis. Greetings and salutations, Alaska Willem and Big Dips. Long-time listener, first-time mailing. I have Drag Race tea in regards to Pheromone's Lady Gaga reveal from Season 9. Cue the Drag Race Intel music. I recently watched a YouTube video from Drag Tea with Matt a few weeks ago, and he explained Pharaoh made in a TikTok post saying that, surprise, surprise, it was production. Due to a wire mic that was on the outfit, she basically couldn't do a reveal or she'd break the mic. During Untucked... Farrah did tell Lady Gaga about this, but that was edited out because you're not supposed to talk about production, making it seem like Farrah didn't want to do the reveal. What do you think about that, toots? Much love and say blessed, Genesis. A, uh-huh. what do you think? We've both been miked in situations on Drag Race where we've had reveals, right? Uh, Sure. And, I mean, people do reveals all the time and they're all wearing mics. I mean, it, yeah. it is just something that the show has to deal with and figure out. And sometimes drag is impossible to fucking mic, but they still figure out a way to do it. Baby, in my boat challenge, I had an assless swimsuit and a bikini back, and my mic was in my wig because I knew I was taking off my coat and getting out of my boat. So if you're not your biggest advocate... Taking off my coat, getting out of my my boat. boat. (laughs) My mic is in my wig. (laughs) What you think That's of that? That's why gig? my hair's so big. <laughs> <laughs> if if you're not um, adamant with um, production that you should be treated like talent and you should be listened to and regarded as one of the reasons the show is happening, they'll put your mic anywhere. They'll say no, we can't put it there. It's like yes, you can, just because you don't want to, or it'll take longer to wire, or you need to thread it up through my boot and my panty and my bra and my wig. I think that Farrah yeah. was probably a little green and maybe not as insistent as she should have been. But the mic people won't say, no, we can't do that and you can't take off your stuff. That's not sound department's call. So thank you, Genesis, for writing in about Farrah's TikTok. But I don't know if that's um, the most... Are you calling Farrah a liar? No. What you're saying? I'm not calling her a liar. I'm just saying that there is... Probably more to the story than just, I don't think sound would say to someone, we can't put it there. You can't take your coat off. I'm sure the wire was probably going to be visible if she did take her coat off in whatever reveal she had. But if she advocated for herself to put the mic in her wig, how would they ever have seen it? Well, 
Well, she had a really flat blonde hair. I, li- you hook listen. it in the back where the neck is. Listen, I don't know what you know happened, but when you're in a production like that and you've never been in a production like that before, you don't know. So, I mean, they they put the mic on you and you don't and and so we can say like yeah you should have stood up for yourself you should have advocated for yourself you should have made more of a fuss about it but like you're also in an unfamiliar environment and you're like okay yeah. i'm just going to like do whatever and not make noise and not make waves i mean i would so, i would never um doubt the veracity of drag tea with matt whatever that is but um <laughs> i why you got to come come from matt because what he's probably a faggot do? who doesn't do drag talking about drag queens. What did Matt ever do? At least Joseph <laughs> Shepard yeah, gave what? me a job once on that twin show. He's allowed to. I don't know who Matt is. Is he a green gay? Is he a Jake Yonsa? <laughs> Where is Jake Yonsa? She dead? Where'd she go? Yonsa. Uh, this is from TTFN. Hello, hello, hello. Long time listener, first time emailing into you lovely humans. I've been feeling a little down in the dumps. And no, that's not a scat play reference. Okay. Getting older as a gay man is hard. And I feel like I've missed out on so much. My birthday's in October and I've not had a serious relationship. I'm turning 30. And as it's been said, that is the death of our youth for faggots. Could y'all share Willem's wisdoms or Alaskan advice? Thank you for creating comfort in my life with all your creations from the pod, your music, your films, your television work, and live shows. Attached is my ass that Alaska signed at Kung Fu Necktie in Philly many years back. (laughs) The dick is not fit for plane landing or priority boarding, but the semen could flood a ship or basement most days. TTFN. Now, he doesn't sign his name, but I'm sure you could find him because he has an Alaska tattoo on his wrist. An Alaska tattoo on his ass. No, that's, that's I think, a Harry Potter thing. That's not my symbol. I don't have a circle on my symbol. Well, the pot looks hairy to me, honey. And- well, I, uh, you know, I signed a lot of asses in my life. I do remember Kung Fu Necktie. That was a long time ago, and it was a really fun show. I love that venue mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Yeah, North Philadelphia. Philadelphia. So uh thanks for getting the tattoo i'm i'm sure that's the reason you haven't had a serious relationship is because you have my name on your <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> the, right it, it brings up too many questions when you have dates uh these pictures are not suitable no. for linkedin or even monster.com at all there's come all over um, there's a looks, lot of cum everywhere and this tongue out to great. the side of his mouth looks like he he may have been gooning and someone now baited on his face. Yeah. Um, I don't think everybody needs to have a serious relationship. I mean, look at Whoopi Goldberg. She said, I don't want to be married again. I don't want another man in my house. Yeah, that is true. And I also want you to dispel this sort of story you're telling yourself about, you know, the death of youth at age 30. I guess I never... I never felt that around age 30 because my life was just beginning when I was turning 30. Like You so are the much sweet was, songbird of youth. Sure. So much was happening and so much was going on that I didn't have time to stop and think like, oh, I'm not young anymore. I mean, I feel it now because now that I'm almost 40, I, I feel like young people take it upon themselves to remind me that I'm older even though I don't really feel older, but there there's often people telling me that I am. Mm. So that's really all that changes. 
You're, if you're, girl, you're 30. You're, girl, girl, getting older is not guaranteed to everybody. So enjoy it. Take care of yourself. Enjoy every aspect of your life. And if a serious relationship is something you want, you can absolutely get that. But there's also no rush and there's no like, there's no time frame on these things. And instead of that cum all over your chin, just tap it around your eyes because there's, if those cummies can make lives so they can extend your lives and there's stem cells in there, antioxidants. Oh, it's like stem cell. It's exactly, that's how science works. Oh, um, yeah. And I think that you're you're going to have a great time for the rest of your life as long as you're listening to the girls on Race Chaser. And you've got an Alaska tattoo on your ass, which, girl, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, free t-shirts for life. That's what I do for when people get a tattoo of me, too. I send them a free t-shirt. Yeah. For totally. Poor choices. Get some My Best Judy merch. <laughs> Our next message comes from Mike. Dear Williamsburg, Alastoria, and Big Apple. Mm. Oh, a New Yorker. Mm -hmm. I love the New York girls. Williamsburg. Seeing as how you're all now New York City girls, I'd love to invite you all to Dandyland. Hmm. It's an erotic queer art fair hosted at Boxers in Hell's Kitchen. It'll be on Saturday, September 30th from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. with about 30 different vendors selling everything from candles to pictures of dicks. Definitely enough time for Willem to pop by before Titanic. We'd love to share this event with any and all tri-state area queers since it's once a month. It's an event put on by my husband's boyfriend, so you know I like sharing. For priority boarding, I've attached some enticing photos. Alaska, we can talk optimal character builds in Dungeons and & Dragons. And Willem, I'll show you my dick in person. How come you get the dick, I get the Dungeons & Dragons? <laughs> anyway, for more information, go to dandyland.art from Mike. Bitch, I will be doing a mic check on on this, just to make sure that there's no uh, echoes. Um, Let me rock this, this mic. This dick is great. It's mid cum shot. The m- muscles are turgid and the abs are clenched. Um, it's like a professional sh- photo too of him standing up, grasping his dick and coming. But it's like a professional like photo on like a black background with like moody yeah. lighting. It's a and- is it a Vidella? I, it might be a Vidella. It very yeah, well could be. Could be a Vidella. Uh, the one from below is like what you would think you would get to once your head pokes through the clouds if Jack and the Beanstalk was an erotic art film. Sure, yeah. Like if you were climbing the Beanstalk and then you're up there and like, whoa, who's that giant? Jack and the Beancock. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and the Spleencock, because it would break your spleen. <laughs> well, you should go check out Dandyland. I think I will. This sounds super fun. And I love erotic-based art. Um, in sure. My uh, yeah. Thanks for letting us know about Dandyland. We will definitely post about it for you. And if anybody yes. has any other events that need some queer eyes or ears on them, please write in and let us know. Uh, our, our platform is open to all. And we want to remind you to get your tickets to Race Chaser Live October 23rd in Queens at queenstheater.org. Mm-hmm. So we'll be in Flushing Meadows Corona Park. Uh, that's my new drag name as well, where they just held the U.S. Open for a night of live theater. Oh, I wonder if Coco will come. Girl, I want well, some hot Coco. Let's take a break on that one. 
Oh, oh, not that Coco. She has, she the has one with three, three million dollars. So she'll be tipping. Hopefully. Big bills, honey. She'll be tipping. Snatch up those tickets. And thank you so much for listening this week to Hot Hot Goss. And a very special thank you to our wonderful tip spot guest, Ms. Dr. Alec Mappa. Yes. See the word. Life behind the eyes. <laughs> and remember, please take a moment to rate and review our show on your podcast apps. To sign up for Mom Plus Gold and to see the dolls, you can visit mompodcast.plus. And shout out to our Mom Plus Gold subscribers who are listening to this episode ad-free behind the good pussy paywall. A special shout out to Nathan R. We know you've scaled the paywall mm-hmm. and you're listening to us gold style. And mm-hmm. I know what the R in your name stands for. <laughs> what? I'm not telling you. <laughs> Text me. It's Follow us. <laughs> oh, it stands for erotic. Erotic. <laughs> with, with a little apostrophe in the yeah. beginning. <laughs> you are rotted. Reading, um, writing, eroticism. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, and at Mom Podcast. Stay safe out there, everyone. And we will be back next week with another steaming, piping, scalding, serving of hot gods. To get access to our monthly video episodes and tons of bonus content, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Alaska, Big Dipper, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Who, me? Who, me?